it simple, keep it small. And there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Women Podcast. I am your host, Reggie Weber. This is the place where we will get informed, be educated, and learn to live a greener, healthier life to heal Mother Earth while healing ourselves. As green women, we are concerned with healthy living, women issues, self-care practices, nature healing, the environment and climate change, sacred social activism, and much more. So today, I am so excited to be interviewing two of our green women, Dr. Christine Rochester, professor at Colorado State University in Pueblo, Colorado, and Tammy Montoya, co-founder, director, and teacher pre-K through sixth grade at the Earth Keeper Nature School, also in Pueblo, Colorado. Welcome, Christine and Tammy. So as green women, I know we have been working on projects to present to our communities and hopefully the world about our mission with healthy living, with healthy living. So Christine, can you tell us a little bit of what this project is all about? Well, sure. Thanks, Reggie. I'm so glad, you know, you're connecting us this way. Um, Basically, what we've been doing in Pueblo is uh, working with teachers and helping them understand the importance of health, uh, not only their own personal health, but health of the planet. And this project is really a, a three-credit class where teachers can take the class and they can learn about self-care. You know, what we know right now is 40 to 50 percent of all teachers burn out within the first five years and leave the profession. So that many are leaving the profession, some are staying. I'm super excited to be doing a project with Tammy Montoya from the Nature Wildlife Discovery Center uh, because she is uh, just, you know, emanates the type of program that we want to see for youth today, getting them excited to be outside. Um, and, you know, she just loves working with her students. And I see a lot of teachers in our schools today that, you know, are suffering from that burnout and they need to uh, put their self-care practices above, uh, you know, some of the other things that are going on in their lives and, and get that enthusiasm back for education like Tammy has. And I think Tammy's going to add uh, some things about this project now. Hi. Um, thanks, Christine, and thanks so much, Reggie, for, for allowing us to share um, some of our passions. So uh, I was one of those teachers in a classroom uh, hoping to, to give my students the very best, but that just wasn't happening. I, I taught early childhood, so those little guys needed to be outside a whole lot more. There's lots of research and data to, to support those findings that people... Um, that educators and parents and families need to have their kids outside uh, much more than they are um, right now. There's uh, hands-on and um, to circle around back to why we're doing this is because teachers and kids are indoors so much and they're um, 
they're not able to get out and connect with nature, we hope to provide them with some tools and to, to be able to do that even within the classroom, uh, in a classroom setting, and um, be able to identify their need to develop some self-care practices and allow teachers to be better role models for their students and colleagues in initiating some self-care um, practices. And, and this, I think um, there's some misunderstandings about self-care. Self-care isn't something that's selfish and it's not uh, you know, taking a spa day, although that would, that would be something they, would, they can sure indulge in if they need to. But it, it's more about, like Christine said, it's, it's about health, it's about well-being, it's getting plenty of sleep, it's eating the right foods, and most importantly, it's getting outdoors in fresh air and, and connecting with nature and, and allowing that connection to help people sustain um, their self-care. Uh, maybe we can talk a little bit more about how um, and why teachers in particular need this <laughs> because we are offering the class to to educators specifically and um, Like Christine said a lot of teachers leave the profession uh, Due to burnout. So if we can help them identify those um, Warning signs of burnout and what to do when that happens uh, We we hope that this will enable them to be better teachers to to be happier teachers more effective teachers and and happier individuals and healthier individuals too so um, i'm going to turn it over to christine and let her tell you a little bit more about how we'll be in implementing some of those skills in our class thanks tammy and i think one of the things we have to look at as teachers are expected to graduate from college have all the skills and abilities they need to go out and have a 25 or 30 year uh, teaching career uh, and just go at it and be the best teachers they can be for all that time. When we look at other professions, you know, like firefighters or EMTs, police officers that are really working in the front lines along with teachers. Teachers are really the front line for dealing with kids that, you know, especially in urban settings that have traumatic lives. And these teachers aren't getting the self-care and the care that they need, whether it's with counseling, um, you know, paid time off after they have traumatic events happen at a school. Teachers are just expected to show up day after day and they're expected to be on every single day. And, you know, that, it, you know, that is similar to some of the effects of PTSD. Uh, you know, that's what research is showing that teachers are suffering from effects similar to uh, that of PTSD, and it can't even be classified as PTSD. And teachers are not getting acknowledged for the symptoms of these problems. And what happens is they, you know, they continue to go to work, but then they're not the best teachers they can be. Um, you know, wellness days are still not accepted in the public school system. Teachers aren't allowed to call in and say, well, I really need to take a spa day, like Tammy said, uh, or I need to just go out in nature today. Uh, oftentimes in the schools, if teachers take their students outside, it's looked as, as they're taking their students outside for recess and they're not going to get the learning that they need outside. 
uh, outdoor learning areas are not available in many schools. In many schools, it's not safe to take your students outside in the neighborhood. So, you know, we're, we're creating a society that spends all day inside in many schools. And this can be, you know, really traumatic to the, the youth's health, but also for the teacher's health. And with COVID-19, uh, you know, teachers were just ripped from their world and students were ripped from their world. And, you know, the teachers were expected to, you know, make high quality programs online with virtually little training. You know, more training has been coming to the teachers for the upcoming school year to be able to deliver stuff online, but it's still extremely stressful for people that are used to teaching their students in person to all of a sudden, you know, only being able to teach online. Uh, also, the fact that schools are wanting teachers to go back into an environment that might be unhealthy and, and could, you know, lead them to having COVID-19. So there's a lot of stress on teachers today more than there was before COVID-19. So it's going to be really interesting to see if more teachers are going to leave the profession. I mean, we're suffering a huge teacher shortage right now in the United States where we can't get people to go into the profession. Uh, so, you know, these are some of the things. And Tammy, I know you were going to tell us a little bit about the uh, what it looks like teacher burnout, because I think awareness is one of the most important things at this point. That it is. You're right, Christine. The, the warning signs uh, can be things like negative thinking or low energy, insomnia, difficulty concentrating, um, maybe a feeling of apathy or, or feeling detached, uh, exhaustion. So teachers feel that all the time. I know it kind of comes with the territory, but um, when it gets to the point where it's a constant thing and you no longer have a passion or um, a zest for what you do. And, and you're right, through COVID-19, things had to change so quickly. And uh, many teachers had to be very resourceful and adjust to a, a vastly different teaching platform. So uh, it's important that they look at, at the ways that this may have impacted them and, and gain, put some tools in their tool belt to help them identify and also manage those, those difficult um, situations that can arise if you're feeling inadequate or there's there's just you're you're not feeling pro, uh, productive or you know maybe you're feeling physical symptoms or, or more ill more illness and uh, so we want to make sure that we approach um, teacher support in a in a um, in a holistic way so that they can, can support their emotional health, their physical health, their, all of the, their overall well-being. So we want to, we want to provide um, a lot of the um, tools that they may need to manage these difficult times. Um, teaching itself is, is a challenging profession, but it's also, it, it's also gives back a lot. And um, Teachers love it, they're passionate about it, and we want to make sure that they are able to continue to offer that enthusiasm to their students. You have to be, a teacher has to be ready and um, always, always on task. It's, there's no downtime. You can't just turn off the kids. You have to keep going. So uh, 
it's important for teachers to, to go in there fully uh, able to perform their job and be effective at it. They'll feel much better uh, about what they're doing and the kids will see. I think uh, a lot of folks are talking about the impact this will have on children and certainly it will. And we have that opportunity at this time to make sure the impact that it has, um, of course, is, is not as negative. Um, all, all what they hear, I'm sure, is, is a lot of negativity, but if we come at it to um, facing this challenge with, uh, with optimism and um, they see adults all around them uh, who are confident in their skills and are, are approaching things with a positive attitude and uh, just being good role models for the kids in their overall well-being. I, I, kids really learn what they live, so... Uh, we need to pro provide the leadership and um, demonstrate that we can be resilient and resourceful in the, in the midst of these challenges. And I think teachers will feel better about what they're providing their students if they go in there healthy and emotionally stable and, and e eager to, to get the kids um, thinking with a positive attitude and facing challenges with a whole host of resources to manage them. Well, I think that that is just awesome, you too. I want to take the class. I'm not even a teacher. <laughs> it sounds so amazing. So, uh, Christine, I'm, how can they get the information and where about this class? All right. So, uh, we have that available at CSU Pueblo. If you go to our website and you look for the uh, EXHP 591 course called Wellness and Sustainability, you'll, you'll be able to find that. Uh, you know, I think it's really important that we look at this in the bigger picture because if we have healthy teachers in our schools, our schools are gonna be healthy. If our schools are healthy, we're gonna have healthy communities. Uh, this course is going to help teachers uh, not only have mindfulness for them, but also for their students. And it's also going to help them uh, have some outdoor activities because we know that being outside helps people be in the now. And uh, schools sometimes are detached from the now and, and we lose the interest of our students. So I think that this is a very important course for that. Well, um, I think that that is just a wealth of knowledge from the both of you. And is there any other final comments either of you two want to say? I want to thank you, Reggie, for allowing us to talk about what we're doing. And also, um, everybody, uh, get outdoors and enjoy the natural surroundings if you can. And Christine, any final thoughts? Yeah, so please, uh, you know, look into taking this class. If you know any teachers that you think this would benefit, um, we're looking to have teachers all over the, the United States get involved and um, become more of, a, uh, more of an outdoor educator, especially so, during these times. Yeah, so this is an online class. It is, yes. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure that they all understood that. So I just want to thank the both of you so much for being on my show. And I, too, agree that teachers are kind of the forgotten profession sometimes. And they, they teach our children. 
And we need in these challenging times, we're going to be going in different directions. And our key, kids need to have some really well-balanced, holistic teachers out there. Thank you again. And I will also be posting the information on the description uh, of the podcast, so you can look for it there. And until next time, get informed, be healthy, live green, and in harmony with Mother Nature. Keep it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got.